Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blastoff. Victory Death Starfighters, my name is Carlin Jones, and this is a Starfighter full movie podcast. And today we are watching the 2017 thriller, horror, action, adventure, whatever you want to call it, Alien Covenant. Now, for today, I brought along a special guest because this is actually not my movie that I wanted to watch for the podcast of something I'm not interested in. But um, well, actually, I'm not interested in it. But my guest today, Chad is uh for some reason he never wanted to to see this movie chad how are you i'm good carlin i'm good uh you say for some reason moments after you say you don't want to see this movie yeah. <laughs> we might be on the same page man i'm i'm definitely on the same page but i'm pretty sure or maybe my reason for not wanting to watch this movie is it might be different from yours we'll see we'll see okay yeah so why is this movie on your so-called list of never wanting to watch watch this movie so i'm going off of memory here um i have my phone in my hand and i could look this up but i'm just gonna go off memory mm -hmm. but i want to say l uh, prometheus came out in 2012 and i was super hyped for this movie i'm a big fan of the alien franchise wow. even though three and four aren't that good but, you know, we don't have to talk about that today. That's that's not this episode. We're right? definitely talking about three and four. <laughs> <laughs> we have to. That's fair. I mean, you know, this, this this is the second part of the prequel to those. Mm. But um, so I saw Prometheus at the midnight screening. I was that hyped about the movie. Mm. And I left five hours later because that movie is like so long. Very disappointed. Like, I assume this is how people felt after they saw Aliens 3 and 4 in the theater. Just really disappointed. Wow. And so from there, I was like, eh, I'm good. Whatever Ridley Scott is trying to do after this with this franchise, I'm okay. And a couple of years later, here you go. He made a sequel. And I was like, I'm good. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, you know what? And I'm a newly... Uh, a uh, fan of the franchise of aliens so um technically I, I didn't grow up watching them in theaters and i remember actually being afraid of the what is it called a xenomorph <laughs> yes yes it is. i remember being afraid of xenomorphs when i was a kid so <laughs> I, I wish i just you should be afraid of them as an adult yeah yeah i've always tried to stay away from them any way possible but i do find their bio chemistry or like you know just their engineering very fascinating and i'm sure we'll get into that more once we see them across the film but um yeah yeah i think for me personally i never wanted to watch this movie either but it wasn't because of prometheus i think i saw the like 25 minutes of prometheus or 30 minutes of it like when it was on tv and immediately i was like i don't know what the hell this is this is pretty disturbing <laughs> a lot of characters and like where is the alien where is where is ripley <laughs> like because i i don't know why but i think i saw the f the second movie first which i absolutely love one of my favorite sci-fis of all time i saw the first one absolutely thought it was incredible just the fact that it was made in 1979 and it looks like it was shot today 
And then for some reason, Prometheus came on TV and I'm like, all right, well, this is out of order, but I'm just, I'm just going to watch it. That's how, that's how I watch these movies anyway. Yeah, Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know what the hell was going on in it. And I was very confused <laughs> and I just stopped watching altogether. But uh, initially so, it was the third one that made me, third one and the fourth one that made me just not want to continue anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Um, I just want to full disclosure, full disclosure. I own the four DVD disc box set of the Alien Quad trilogy. Nice. And um, those last two have a lot of dust on them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh it's such a weird franchise and and I I'm going to and I can't wait to ask you this question when the movie goes because I'm going to ask you a question about uh I hope I pronounced her name right, but Sururian Weaver. Uh, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver, thank you. I'm going to ask you a question about her uh, that's related to, uh, oh, God, how did I forget her name? Uh, Rod- uh, uh, Nomi Repulse? No, 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 no. Repulse? Who is the actress from the Fast and the Furious movies? I'm just drawing a blank. It's, it's- Jordana Brewster? Oh, Shirley Theron. No, 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 the other one. The one is like with Vin Diesel. Oh, I'm looking at her face right now. Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. Yes. I don't know why I just blanked on her name, but... I have a very. Is she in this? No, she's not. She's not in this. But I have a very interesting question to ask you about those two uh, once we start rolling, because um, as you know, the Alien franchise is such an importance in film history because Uyghur was the first ever woman in film to actually be paid over a million or to be paid a million dollars and over for a film, which is absolutely huge. and I always felt that there should have been more women, not necessarily that should be making that money, but just more women in action type roles. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you had Linda Hamilton with the first two Terminator movies, but she I don't doesn't know count. the salary of that. She doesn't count. She, what? Well, uh, what? okay. What? Well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> Wait, maybe, maybe it just, it, it really just depends. Right. Because she technically, she was doing a few badass things here and there, especially in a second one. She she definitely was. But I'm talking about like, like, how can I explain it? So you look at someone like Bruce Willis, right? Mm-hmm. His movies and his catalog, all action, all this. There was obviously a streak he had. Uyghur, you couldn't really say she had a streak. She did the first two Alien movies, amazing. But there was just a, a gap, right? a gap of her not doing action yeah. movies. And besides, yeah. she's such an actress where she, she was good at just doing other genres. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, she is a staple of Ghostbusters. Right. Right. Exactly. So we were talking about the actress from the Terminator. Why do I feel like that's the only thing she's done? <laughs> and those movies I have mean, huge gaps in between them. I mean, if you want to get into the weeds, she was married to James Cameron, so she didn't really need to do anything. Right, right, right. I mean, after after you know that divorce, it's like she she basically owned Terminator, so she didn't need to do anything else. Right. Wow, I didn't really know that. Yeah, but the... I mean, it, I mean, we I, I could talk about some James Cameron stuff like that man. <clears throat> That that that, <laughs> that man likes to have relationships with women he works with. I'll say that. Wow, wow, yeah. Well, I, I would just ask the question now. So the question I was I was going to ask is, I personally believe that Michelle Rodriguez is one of the most 
wasted talents that we've that we've ever seen in Hollywood. One of the best female talents in terms of her look, her attitude is just badass. The fact that she's never had a franchise for herself, like what you see with Bruce Willis with Die Hard movies or Arnold Schwarzenegger with his movies, um, uh, I think it's a huge disservice for her and for just movie fans in general. I can't argue with that because, like, I'm really just thinking about her her filmographies. Like, she was in Resident Evil, uh, mm-hmm. Fast and Furious, of course. Uh, she, I liked her on Lost. I'm not sure if you've seen that before. Oh yeah, she was in that. Um, I've seen season see. one, then I just stopped. <laughs> well, she was in season two. But, you know, oh fuck! Um, Damn. <laughs> Maybe that's why I didn't remember her. Uh, let's see here. Looking up her filmography here. A lot of Fast and the Furious. I got to scroll. Machete. Well, you know, all of her previous films before she got into Fast and the Furious, she was amazing. And she was in a movie called 3AM that was directed by, I believe it was Spike Lee's protege. I forgot his name, but, um, she was great in that. She was just this taxi driver who was just kind of just had a chip on her shoulder and she was trying to live her life, but also trying to like make ends meet. It was, it was fantastic. Okay. Okay. And, um, um sp- speaking of James Cameron, she was in, um, James Cameron's avatar. Oh yeah. She was in that. You see, she's so much better than a supporting role. I just don't want to see her in that anymore. I agree. I agree. I don't, can is she a lead though like i know yes, that she she's absolutely has a lead credits. she can lead okay and, I, and i'll tell you why if you watch her movie um girl fight i think that's the movie i've heard of that yeah that was i think that was her first ever film that she's made absolutely amazing in that you can watch her in 3 a.m which is on youtube i believe and um she also came out with a movie i think in 2017 2018 that was an independent movie uh, just her alone called oh my god what was that movie called okay i can't remember what it's called but if i explain the plot to you you're gonna find it absolutely ridiculous but it's actually really good so the plot for this movie is about her being or it's about a guy right who killed some dude right he just killed some dude he's like a hitman or whatever so that dude had a sister and that sister is trying to get revenge on that guy. So she ends up kidnapping him and performing a surgery on him that changes his sex into a woman. I feel like I've heard of this before. Right. And then that woman is now oh, Michelle Rodriguez. Sigourney, we- Sigourney Weaver's in this movie. Okay. It's called The Assignment. Yes, The Assignment. And you can watch that for free on Tubi TV. It is actually really good. That sounds ridiculous. It sounds absolutely <laughs> ridiculous because it's based on a comic book, but it's fantastic. It's actually really, really good. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I can already tell we're going to have lows to talk about during this movie. So, Starfighters, if you want to watch this movie along with us, uh, you can find it. I'm pretty sure you can find it on Amazon for how much they're selling it or if you would like to stream it on Amazon Prime. Um it's, it's not on like HBO Max or it might be on HBO Max. Hulu. Um, I'm, I'm only saying Hulu because Disney owns Fox. Disney does own Fox, but I'm pretty sure that. Well, let me double check here. It might be on HBO Max. 
but um let's see alien covenant no it is not on hbo max so yeah you they'll definitely have it on hulu but maybe you might have to charge extra for it or if you just own the dvds you can follow along with us so starfighters we are going to get started with this movie in five four three two one Your movie started, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you not hear anything? No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. Mine just had a super delay, so I'm just catching up. I went forward okay, a little okay. bit. But um, I, I genuinely miss seeing 20th Century Fox on like 20th Century movies because like they, they just say, I think 20th Century movies now since it's a Disney owned company. Right. I, I miss the. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> yeah, you know, now that I think about it, I'm pretty sure everyone has their kind of nostalgic uh, movie company that they love seeing at the beginning of movies. Um, yeah. I think for me, maybe... Uh, what's that? I, I think Colum- Columbus? Oh, yes. I was thinking about that, too. The about horse? The horse, yeah. the, the Pegasus, or whatever. The, uh, TriStar, whatever Columbia, the hell whatever. that thing was. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I was thinking that, too. Like, the moment you said that, I was like, man, I missed that. Yeah. Are they still a company? I don't... <laughs> I don't know. It's so it's the Columbus Pictures was really cool to see beginning in the beginning of movies. Universal was a huge one oh, too. The globe. Yeah, seeing the globe. Um, what's another? Uh, obviously Pixar. Seeing the little lamp yeah, stomp yeah. out the eye was always cool. Um, yes. Yeah, there's just a handful of them. Uh. Oh, okay. He's back. Did you? So you only saw part of Prometheus, right? Yeah, just a little bit. So, um, why do I want to call him Guy Ritchie? Um, Guy Pierce. He is Waylon Watani. Oh yeah, 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 I know him. Yeah, 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 I know him. Yeah, he's so, a um, he's a um, a synthetic, right? No, no, no. That's Michael Foss, Fassbender. He's the synthetic. The guy in the black suit, that's oh, Guy Pierce. Okay, okay, okay. He's Waylon Watani of the Watani Corporation, who's like the overall villain of the entire series. Like they in the first movie, they work for Watani's company, like they were miners for him. Right. Not necessarily him, but his company. Okay. Um, in the sequel, you know, they want to go back and so forth and so on. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense. Makes sense. There's a over, just like a huge story that's involved with everything. That's yeah. actually kind of cool. <clears throat> but yeah, I am a huge fan of Michael Fassbender. Like, uh, have you seen Shame? Um, is it a TV show? It's it's a movie. It's it's him and Carrie Mulligan. Okay, no, I haven't. And seen it. they play siblings who come from a. You could tell like there was some sort of sexual abuse in their past and like he's a sex addict mm. and it's like really good it's um directed by steve mcqueen the guy that did 12 years a slave oh, okay like i highly recommend it wow it's like some of that um i mean it's one of those movies made purely for an award but it's quite good cool yeah yeah i've never seen shame i have seen a low down dirty shame <laughs> Ah, I haven't seen that movie in probably 20 years, right. man. I love that movie. Yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time. 
young Jay. Oh, and then um, Jada Pickett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the time, Jada Pickett. She got mad at that uh, soap actor. Like, Chad, yeah. what's wrong with you, Chad? Yeah, like, yeah. that was his character's <laughs> name. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. So back to the Michelle Rodriguez thing, because this is the so the actual question I wanted to ask with the whole Michelle Rodriguez is. Has there ever been a female actress that has had just a reign of action movies or who is the action queen in films? The action queen. Right. Because um, I don't think there is one. I don't think Hollywood ever allowed there to be a female to do that. I mean, Ruby Rose is trying to do that. And that's the I mean, she got. Huh? That's the lady from Terminator. No, Ruby Rose is Batgirl. Well, she was Batwoman. I apologize. Batwoman. Batwoman. She was Batwoman in season one. What? And then she abruptly left. No, no, no. I'm not talking. No, no, not talking about the TV stuff. Like she's been doing a lot of action movies. Like they aren't like big, but like yeah. And so like she was like all over those Expendable movies and other action things that I would have to look up. Let me look this woman up. Yeah, I'm gonna look at her right now too. Like I've only when Cat or not Catwoman, excuse me. Uh, when Batwoman came out, that was the first time I've ever seen her in anything. Okay, let's see here. Um, well, most recently she was in SAS Red Notice, which is an action movie that's supposed to be pretty good. Um, I haven't seen it myself. Let's see here. John Wick two. Oh my god. Uh, oh she I, I, actually, I know exactly who she is in John Wick 2. Personally, I think John Wick 1 was a really solid action movie, very cool action. Mm-hmm. Actually amazing mm-hmm. action, not much plot. And I thought the second one was so boring. Might be one of the most boring movies I've ever watched in my entire <laughs> life. And I think the third one is a freaking horrible movie. No plot I've at all, just action. It. I've only seen the first one. Also, like I'm scrolling on um, her filmography, and I'm like, "Ooh, wait, I'm out of movies." So I retract my statement. Okay, yeah, I was gonna say, like, there's no way she's been in the game for that long because I would have noticed her. They were, I mean, they were trying to make it Ronda Rousey for a nice little minute. She was in a good amount of little action movies until you know things happened. I, I feel we'll we'll have to get into that on your podcast, right? Right. I I feel like Ronda Rousey could have done it, but I just don't think she had any because all i remember I mean, she her can't was, act. no she woman can't no, act. she can't but i just remember her from like the fast and the furious movie um did you ever see that steven soderbergh movie haywire um they yeah yeah that was like the the spy espionage movie right yeah yeah, yeah. she's decent in that just because like he knows how to direct an actor wow i didn't know she was in that i actually have the dvd and never watched it she she is haywire wait like she's, Ronda the, she's Rousey? the lead. Oh no 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 no. Um, wait, what's that Ronda? Rousey? No, oh, that no, was no, Ronda I'm, thinking, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Gina Carano. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, I was like, there's <laughs> no way she Ronda Rousey would ever perform in something like that. <laughs> she's not. She's not good enough for that. No. 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 And I love Ronda Rousey. I'm a. I'm a fan of uh, mixed martial arts sports. Hmm. So already this movie is kind of I've already yeah. went into this movie thinking it was going to be shot beautiful. <laughs> hey, what is the point of that tinfoil thing like in space? 
You mean the gold? That, yeah. The gold thing around the ship? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? I have no idea. <laughs> uh... You know what's really cool? Have you have you ever played the video game? Uh, Isolation? Yeah. I haven't. I've seen some less plays. It looks mm-hmm. intense. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool that they were able to do that for the franchise. Have you played it? Um, I've 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 only seen watch throughs and all that stuff, but yeah. it's pretty cool. It's definitely a yeah, I don't stealth like, game. Yeah, like that's that is definitely for me a game where I'm like. I would have more fun watching somebody play this right. than actually playing it. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting place for a pot. What was that? Uh, what was what? What he just picked up? Oh, uh, an embryo, maybe? That's what it looked like. Uh, so it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if this is offensive to your um, your British audience, but like there's just some British actors that should not do American accents. Oh, really? <laughs> like, what what are we doing here, Michael? Like, come on, my guy. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you'll normally find a British actor who just has no business doing those type of accents. Right. Like, uh, I love Benedict Cumberbatch, but that first Doctor Strange movie, that accent, I was like, no, please stop. So, do you believe in uh, typecasting? Like, certain actors shouldn't play certain roles because certain films they've done in the past, you won't take them serious? Um, yeah. There are some roles where I'm like, absolutely not. Like, I, I'm not gonna pretend like I didn't just see James Franco dying in this in this tube here. And if he actually would have had some speaking roles in this, I would have been laughing. Oh wait, that was James Franco. It was. That's him. Oh, that's him that just burned up. So funny enough, uh, I remember before this movie came out. Instead of a trailer, them releasing like an additional trailer, they released the entire scene that they had no intentions of putting in this movie. It's called like The Last Supper or something like that. And it is essentially um, James Franco. And I'm not sure if you saw him. Um, another funny guy. Uh, Eastbound and Down. What's that actor's yeah, name? That's the, yeah, that's why this whole conversation started. Because I'm like, there's no way people can take this movie serious with him being in it. <laughs> right. So it's like all these all these characters before they went to their sleep pots, they had like this last supper type situation. And it's like a maybe a five, six minute scene that instead of putting it in the movie, which probably would be helpful, they just released it. And so that's why you have James Franco in a tube dying, catching on fire with no lines in the movie because his movie was released before the movie came out. Wow. His scene. Well, you got to check regardless. <laughs> that is true. I would that love to true. be in a movie and not say anything and get paid what these guys make. 
I mean, um, have you been, are you, are you familiar with Matt Smith, the guy that, that was once upon a time, uh, one of the doctors, Doctor Who? Um, maybe. I actually just watched my very first episode of Doctor Who, like, a few weeks ago. Have you seen The Crown? The Crown. Is that the, the British movie with Helen Bottom Carter? No, 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 never mind. Never uh, mind. That's King's Speech. Never yeah. mind. Didn't know. I haven't seen it. Well, <laughs> Well, close. She's she's in like season three. So the crown is the the Netflix show about uh, Prince uh, Queen Elizabeth. Oh, okay, yeah, I know um, what you're talking about. He played he played Prince. Oh, there's James Franco. He played Prince Philip. But anyway, uh, Matt Smith. He was in like two movies where he ended up getting cut. Like he was in he filmed like stuff for um, the the ninth Star Wars movie, and they cut all of his stuff. Mm. And he was in something else that he got. Oh, oh, he was also in um, Terminator's, not Salvation, Genesis, where most of his stuff got cut. He was like Scott, like Skynet as a human, mm. basically. Oh, I don't know if she was in this. I love her. I don't know who she is. Uh, her name's like Carmen something, something, something. That's... um. What's that man's name? He plays Felix in um, 007. That's his wife. Felix? Yeah. Lightner in 007. Mm. You just saw it, man. You just saw it last week. I know. It's... No time to die. Uh, Jeffrey Wright. That's Jeffrey Wright's wife, but she's in a lot of good stuff. Oh, okay. Why do I feel like every sci-fi show today is kind of like this right here, what we're looking at? Just a crew in a ship that literally looks just like this, trying to yeah, live with each other. Yeah. No original. Uh, why? Oh, hold on, I'm sorry. Sir, why are you wearing that hat? Sir, please take that hat off. <laughs> oh, no, I agree. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I love it how they're like, all right, so we had like a whole bunch of people. Oh, that he's in this movie? What is this movie that I picked? Is this Chris? Is it was that Kristen Stewart? I, I don't know, but those uh, did you see Jesse Smollett? Yeah, like, yeah. how many controversial people are in this movie? <laughs> I, yeah, you know, James Franco, he's in trouble today now. That, 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 that's what I mean. I didn't want to say it, but then I saw Jesse and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> But um, yeah, I love when these when movies. Well, this movie has a big budget, but like small budget movies where they're like, "Oh man, we had like a like a hundred people on this ship, but now it's just eight of us." Oh darn! Right, right. I'm trying to think, like, um, because I I work in the in the movie industry and things like that. I mostly do TV shows. Okay, um, I would okay. love to do more movies. And I'm trying to think. I did my first sci-fi movie. Um, I think back in 2019. Okay. Anything cool. I would have seen? Well, it was on. It was like a a, a BET feature type of thing, like a BET what special. What was it called? It was called uh, Amu the Dreamer. Oh right. God. Yeah. It's about it's about a black kid and um. I guess it's kind of like the distant future. So maybe like 2040, right? Things still kind of look similar to what today's world is, but 
it's about this black kid from the projects and for so many years decades nobody has able to have a dream because of whatever is happening in the atmosphere or or, or whatever because the planet's dying and he he has a dream he has a dream and immediately scientists are going to the projects searching through all the doors all people's homes trying to find this kid who had a dream to study him yeah yeah basically to study him interesting all right and it's pretty cool i mean i would love to work on just more sci-fi stories like this because i just feel like they're so unique especially in terms of props yeah i agree i i cannot disagree with that like we need a flashlight but it needs to look interesting and futuristic right all right yeah, yeah. this this flashlight looks like a dog cool that's what they're doing in the future exactly like yeah and you like just look at the colors just everything is just so heightened but yet so dark yeah. the blues and, and yellows and it's really cool stuff even that little red that you see there like that's yeah like all that stuff is just so important this is Catherine watterson right <clears throat> i think so i have no idea I mean, after you just said you know i usually mess with tv and i'm like here's another movie actor name i'm sorry <laughs> right 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 uh i am so impressed, i think though. that's Wait, how, how think much actors the... you know <laughs> i i mean honestly this is not something i can really do in my real life because like i have very few movie friends i could talk to on this level mm-hmm. I, it, yes i have a movie podcast which we'll get to at the end of the show oh, but yeah, like i can't go hard hard <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i'm like oh yeah cool movie guy um but her dad is the um it's the dude from law and order like that main lawyer oh okay yeah yeah in real life but yeah sam watterson and um yeah she's over here in fantastic beast movies for no reason those movies are horrible and the first one i like the first one until like the end when they're like and actually here's the bad guy and you're like why are you in this movie mm-hmm God, please stop talking, Michael Fassbender. Wait, they couldn't have dubbed him? <laughs> you know what? How you feel about him is how I feel about Alicia Silverstone as an actress and Emma Stone as an actress. Well, well no, I like Michael Fassbender. I hate this accent he's doing. Mm. That's all. Okay, so but just what? certain films then certain films just like stop doing this man like even when he was in 12 years a slave i was like stop with this dang accent just be british be a british slave owner in america (laughs) oh i think he's like irish but yeah um what is your issue with i mean i'm with you with alicia silverstone like everything i see her her in everything i see her i'm like are you high ma'am yeah and even in real life like i went to a comic con and she was on a panel and it was like are you high right now? It's like eight. It's like nine a.m. What is happening here? But how can you not love Emma Stone? Emma, she's the goat. Emma Stone. She, okay, she's definitely not a goat. And, uh, <laughs> wait, before I answer, how badass is this? This is actually something I would love to do if I were to ever die. You just send my body in you, space. <laughs> you want to do some? Uh, so you say you watched the Star Trek shows recently. Have you seen the movies? Um, I have seen, um, 
uh, what, what's it called? The J.J. Abram movies. I have seen those. Okay, so you have. But I have yeah, not I seen, seen like the actual movies before that. So I like, like the original. That. No, no, not that. I meant further back. I oh. meant like with the original name. Oh, you mean like the one with um? Yeah. What? Yeah, like Rafficon and yeah, Search yeah. For no, Spot. I haven't. I haven't seen those. I actually heard from Star Trek fans that those movies aren't necessarily good but they're okay if you really love star trek like it's just more content well i'm not a huge fan of star trek but i love those movies now granted the 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 principles of that is only the even numbered ones are good oh so you can skip one but two is the wrath of Khan, which like puts which like really brought star trek back you know right yeah i heard that one and then and then you had the undiscovered country which is the fourth one, which is so fun. And then the sixth one was fun. And then you go into like um, the next generation movies from there. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I should definitely watch them since I've, uh, since I love Star Trek. <laughs> right. Get out of here with that stuff, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, but now I was, I was going to say that them shooting that body out of the, the airlock is very, is from one of the Star Trek movies. It like, that's the first thing. Like if I see a body being shot out of a spaceship, that's the first thing I think of. Oh yeah. I just think how badass is that though? Like to, yeah. Cause Hey, mm-hmm. you, you don't very know you, your body can just be casting off for centuries and centuries. And then yeah. you might land on a planet or a ship from some advanced alien species that knows how to bring people back from the dead. You never know. <laughs> oh, is that, um, what's that man saying from, uh, season one of true to De- no season three of true detective. Uh, Oh, I've only seen season two, I think. Come on, man. I'm over here bringing this to TV shows. All right. Mm-hmm. I know Steven Dorf. Is that Steven Dorf? Maybe. He kind of looked like Chris Hemsworth from a distance, but I wasn't too sure who, who, who that was. It was the blonde hair that was fooling me. <laughs> All right, let me see here. This is 2012. No, when did this movie come out? Yeah, so this movie's obviously gorgeous and whatnot, but it's kind of uh, yeah. like I don't know what what use does this movie has in terms of like the the entire picture of the franchise. Um, I think it's called Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like this movie, like straight up blocked. Uh, so you know Neil Blomkamp was trying to make a start uh, an Alien Part Three. But this one's good, right, guys? Mm-hmm. So are you familiar with that story? No, no, not at all. So Neil Blomkamp, the dude that brought us District 9, he was like, I have what a, a weird script movie. for... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have a script for um, an Aliens Part 3 in which we don't kill Hicks and Newt at the very beginning. So we'll just do like a, um, you know how every time Terminator is like we're coming back, mm-hmm. one or two of the only movies that are canon. He he wanted to do that, uh. and so uh, Sigourney Weaver was down. The dude that played um, Hicks he was down. They were obviously going to cast somebody else to play the girl, 
and they got somewhat far along but then uh ridley scott was like no no i want to make a sequel to prometheus and so fox is like okay well let's just shut this shut this down wow that's kind of how but it Sigourney goes is like super excited yeah yeah that's kind of how it goes i mean i was just telling a friend yesterday because i got like this huge email list of like different films that are coming out to work on and holy crap are there's like so many more marvel stuff and like dc stuff that are they're just completely mm-hmm. milking yeah did you did you ever see yeah. uh what are you into superhero films I mean, how can you not be right? Okay, yeah. So I mean, there are people that aren't, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I like film in general, but I'm I'm into them. But like this current phase of Marvel, I'm not really feeling too too much. Like right. Spider Man was good. Love Shang Chi. I don't know what the heck Eternals was or Black Widow. Wow. Yeah, I've heard a lot of mixed things about that Spider Man. For me personally, I didn't I didn't really like it. Just just from the fact that one Spider Man is one of my favorite superheroes of all time. And I believe Tom Holland's Spider-Man is such a bad Spider-Man just from the fact that nothing what he does is is solely because of him. It's it's because of everyone else. Like his suit, he Carlin, he's, he's never even made his suit. He's never um, what? Carlin, why? I thought we were becoming fast friends here, and now you're trying to become my mortal enemy. Like, what are we doing? No, here, but man? think about it. He's he's never made his no, own. No, I agree. Suit. Like. No, I mean, spoilers. He did at the end of No Way Home. But, but, okay, uh, but even then, that suit was never original to him. He based it, that suit based <laughs> on Andrew Garfield's and Tobey Maguire's suit. Never his own never his own idea. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's true. That's true. I mean, these three movies were basically an extended um, origin story. I... what? Well, okay, so... I liked what they did with um, Tom Holland overall. Mm. Like, um, so we're both of age where we saw the Toby movies and in the theater, right? Yeah. At least one of them. Yeah, I've seen we're all three. We're in the age where, uh, okay, okay. And um, I've seen all three of those in the theater. And then I saw like the, the uh, Andrew Garfield ones at home. So like seen half of them. (laughs) So for me personally, as someone that is familiar with Spider-Man, I've seen Mm -hmm. every movie. Mm -hmm. I've seen the 90s show. I've read comic books. I don't want to see the same crap over and over again. Like I don't want to see Uncle Ben dying. I don't want to hear what great uh, response with great power comes great responsibility. I'm just talking about like I'm not talking about this third one yet. And so, like, I don't want to just go through the motions of, like, Spider-Man tropes that we have to do before we can see some cool stuff. So I like how they were like, yeah, Tony Stark's going to, like, alternate universe, Tony Stark's going to slide in, you know, when he's really finding himself and mold him in his own image. Like, I like that. Mm. Like, I like how, like, he's like, here, kid, here's all this money. Do all these things. And what do kids do when they have more money than guidance? They mess up. And so that's what we saw, right? Uh, and so, like, yeah, sure, yeah. No, 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 I agree, I agree. In the first movie, we definitely did. So, yeah, and I feel like he was still pretty naive in the second one, which I was like, I guess, I guess, like, give him a series of those glasses, mm-hmm. sure. 
I do have some issues with No Way Home. I'm not going to be smirched that movie in this conversation just because, like, I feel like I need to be pro Spider Man No Way Home since you're <laughs> anti it, you know? But, um, no, I mean, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I'm just saying for me personally, it was nice to not have to hit those same beats. Like, right. genuinely, how many times have we seen um, Thomas and Martha Wayne murdered in Crime Alley? Like, seriously. Like, I don't want to see that crap every movie. Okay. Yeah, I I, I can agree with that. But I think that's a, a, a testament to the writers not really doing their due diligence of making creative alternate Spider-Mans that you can just base it off the comics. Because one of my favorite Spider-Man, or my most favorite Spider-Man is the Ben Riley Spider-Man, aka the, the Scarlet Spider-Man. <laughs> and, interesting. Right, interesting, right. Interesting. So I just think if they would have made like, you know, I don't, I'm not saying Tom Holland needs to be a clone or anything, but clearly Tom Holland Spider-Man is based on ultimate spider-man peter parker still in high school doing his thing and i think if they would have just amped up his his gear to where it's somewhat creative i love that he has uh shooters that he has to build them i absolutely love that but i i think they really missed it with mj i love zendaya as an actress i do not love her as mj and his best friend ned is absolutely horrible aunt may is horrible Jesus Christ. Okay. To, to just jump on Ned, like, Ned isn't, like, they basically stole Miles Morales' best friend, exactly. Genki, and just made him another character. I'm like, why did you do that? Right. But what's your issue with Zendaya as MJ? Well, you know, I mean, acting-wise, it, it was really nothing to complain about, but it's just, like, her character, like, why are you here? And why are you so different from, from like, what actually MJ is? Which okay. this is an alternate universe, I, and also it's not necessarily MJ. MJ, like the way this last movie left off, like you, he in college, he could meet Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy. Hopefully, it's not another Mary right. Jane. I can't take another one after what Zendaya did. <laughs> I mean, I saw something where they were talking about um, oh, Emma Stone. Oh, no, 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 not that. Um, Something where they were talking about, I can't remember who the actress, they were talking about casting for Felicia Hardy and like skipping all that other stuff for the sports Spider-Man. Yeah, Felicia Hardy in the next movie? That would actually be pretty cool. Shadowcat's actually really cool. I I love her. Did you um, play the Spider-Man video game? Yeah, I I pretty much played them all, but... Yeah, you're talking about the PS4 uh, I'm, 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 Marvel Spider-Man, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I said Spider-Man video game like they haven't been a billion, yeah. but yeah, we're, we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, I, yeah, I can't, I think she was in the main game, right? Like, I didn't buy the DLC. Like, I remember, like, I've seen, like, YouTube stuff of the DLC, but, like, she was really cool in that game, but I can't remember if she was in the main yeah, game. her costume design was fantastic. The voice acting was fantastic. That whole game was beautiful. It was fun. I felt like Spider-Man. I personally think it's a really, really good game, but the story, 25% of the story was amazing, and then the rest of it was absolutely awful. Like the stuff where it's like, catch these pigeons. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm even talking about like the main quest. Like everything up to where he met Miles, Miles Morales, like when Miles Morales' dad died in that, in that, um, 
election yeah, shooting yeah election shooting yeah, yeah. whatever all that was fine until after that <laughs> i didn't like because okay. one i love malice morales i would love for him to eventually take over spider-man have his own game movies all that stuff right and if oh, you he, they, he has his own game yeah yeah, yeah. it came out last year right, right, right. but I'm, well i never i never played or bothered that game because that was clearly you supposed to... to be a dlc and they just wanted to make more money and release it as a full game. Uh, yes and no. It's it's like a good like eight to ten hours of content. Like I heard, uh, I heard the story is just two and a half hours. Really? I mean, maybe if you're running through it. Yeah, if you're running okay, through well, it, it's like two and a half hours of content. Okay. Well, for both Spider-Man games, I I hundred percent at them. I'm like, I'm gonna like I love Spider-Man. I'm gonna invest all of my time in this. So maybe that's why I had that much time in mm, it. Yeah, I absolutely hated MJ in that game. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mind that she was a photographer, worked for the Bugle. She's trying to be like, oh, yeah, the player. whatever. That's cool and all. But when it was like her gameplay, holy crap, yeah. did the game her slow down. And, her and Miles. Yeah. Her and Miles. Like, why Why are we playing this? Um, Yeah. But with Black Cat and like some of the DLC, like stuff I watched on YouTube, because I'm not paying for it. Mm -hmm. Like, so like, you know, since this is like a world where it's like a, he's been Spider-Man a while, he's had adventures we haven't seen. Like the way this Black Cat gets him to like help him is that she tells him that she has a son and like, oh yeah, you know, I haven't seen you in like three years. My three-year-old son is missing. <laughs> you know, like you know. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was a little awkward. <laughs> so, yeah, but I yeah, I, I love it if they brought her into the MCU. Yeah, I mean Felicia Hardy's freaking awesome. I I fell in love with her character with like Spider-Man Two, the video game. Oh man, I haven't thought about that game in forever. I'm such a good I game. absolutely love that storyline with Black Cat. <clears throat> these what are these outfits this is giving me hard return of the jedi vibes yeah like when they're on the uh, when they're on indoor return of return of the jedi or not return oh maybe yeah return of the was it return of the jedi i'm thinking of it's definitely it's definitely return of the jedi and um what am I thinking? I'm thinking maybe the last Jedi too, or maybe it was Force Awakens. They were on some type of planet and they were really dressed like that. Um, was it maybe Rise of Skywalker? Maybe when they were. That's when they were going to a whole uh, bunch of different planets. That when they went to the planet with uh with with the only black woman in space. Maybe. Yep. Yep. That's what it is. That's what it is. Which well, I should say second because Tandy Newton was in um, Solo. Which, you know what, is very funny that you say that. I have a thing where, so I personally believe that every movie, every TV show, no matter no matter the genre, I wholeheartedly believe that they're sci-fis because of what's happening in the actual show and how it just doesn't make sense to real life, right? So Okay, break this down for me. All right, so I personally believe one of the greatest sci-fis ever is Friends. <laughs> <laughs> And let me tell you okay, why. Let me tell you why. These white people on this show are so happy. And they're happy. And they never talk about this. They're happy 
because they figured out a way to exterminate a virus or not to exterminate to cast out a virus that exterminates all black people on earth Mm-hmm. Except for Aisha Tyler in like the eighth season, but yeah, right, right. Well, they were really surprised. <laughs> They're like, "Oh my, there's one left." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That is fair, right? Same, same thing with Sex in the City. It's like it's so amazing how these shows can be based in New York, where there's so much diversity, and you absolutely see no one but white people. I mean, that is not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's sci-fi. I would say that's fantasy. That's fantasy, fantasy is sci-fi at its core. If sci-fi is basically I mean, anything that can't be explained in a scientific means, right? But we're we're doing magic here because I was I was I would think that uh, Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones are more fantasy with magic based than sci-fi. Definitely, but they could still be sci-fi. <laughs> Listen, you will put something fantasy when you can't explain it scientifically. And scientifically, but when you can't explain so, it, the virus. yeah, when you can't explain it in 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 a sense that kind of makes sense to you in a scientific way, then it's it's sci-fi. So my question is, how much Friends have you watched in your lifetime? Not very much. Not very much. I didn't. I didn't grow up watching it. I think I've last year in twenty twenty or not maybe not twenty because last year is twenty twenty one. I think last year in twenty twenty, I watched two episodes of friends with my friend for the first time like all the way through since then it's always been like catching episodes midway watching like a few minutes throughout the course of my life <laughs> because it's such a popular show it's always on yes yes that's how i saw it on um syndic on syndication right yeah and um it's a very friends is such a show and i'm like writing down timestamps so people can like uh really engage in these conversations so this one i'm gonna really type down uh friends conversation <laughs> or maybe a, fr a friends uh banter or whatever is, is it a good show or not <laughs> well i've never been interested in watching it because i feel like it relates nothing to my life or, nor to the community i grew up grew up in okay um okay question and I, I, i'm sorry you know i'm not really um following what mean girls taught me but um i know you're not supposed to ask people aren't they white but aren't you white who me? Yeah. Oh no, no, I'm I'm black. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Well, I'm I'm being a I'm being a terrible black person. I'm really sorry. No, no, it's fine. It comes with the the secret identity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, your, your your code switching is 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 level ten here. Right, right. So you know what that that <laughs> that actually would have been so interesting for you to. To thought about when I said friends just eliminated all black people. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, okay, all right, right on, right on. Uh, we we really should have started with the cameras on here, at Carlin. But all right, man. <laughs> oh, okay. I, yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this man's infected. Right. I mean, oh, also that was a thing in Prometheus, right? Where um, they're in that cave. Oh, you have you you saw like five minutes of Prometheus, right? 
Yeah. Or you saw the whole thing. No, I saw like 25 minutes. <laughs> so there's a part where they're on that planet and they they land on the planet and they're wearing the suits, the, the space suits with the helmets because mm -hmm. this is a, this is a planet you don't know anything about. Exactly. It. And they're in a cave and like somebody they like they take their helmet off and they're like like you're scientists why are you taking your helmet off right. and what happens face hugger right 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 and I remember someone making a video analysis of this exact movie of that exact scene saying like this is a new planet. Although, hey, there is oxygen and we can breathe on it. We don't know what else is looming in the atmosphere. Right. There could be black shit that goes into your ears and infects you. Exactly. Absolutely. So it kind of, it, it, yeah, that, I mean, listen, I can understand if someone who is not educated, maybe they right. haven't studied whatever these people's professions are and they're like, all right, this is a new planet I'm on. I'm going to go outside and take a look. But um, yeah, these supposed to be professionals, right? Well, you would think. They had some form of education. So yeah, uh, I think every movie, every TV show is a sci-fi. I think Friends obviously is a sci-fi. Uh, what else is a really good sci-fi? Or no, I guess not really good sci-fi, but a strong sci-fi. I mean, if I mean, if we if we're really getting political here, uh, Chicago PD, that's a sci-fi. All the perps are black. You're right. There you go. That's one you can look at. Um, what's a, what's a really good one? James Bond. Not that I'm thinking of it. That's definitely a sci-fi. I mean, all the dumbass weapons and stuff. Dumbass weapons, dumbass gadgets, and I don't understand how a 50 year old man is still a 50 year old man who is an active alcoholic <laughs> is still <laughs> able to move and do all these things and have like 2020 vision and all this crap. Um, have you read any of the books? Um, well, on my podcast, I was actually, I was actually talking about how I did listen to quantum Osalis audiobook a few years ago. And I'm currently now, listening to moonraker okay i so for that episode so i saw that that was your most recent one and i started listening to it mm -hmm. but just just because of my inherent bias i don't like listening to podcasts with one person mm -hmm. and so i was like oh wait well the one before this he's got a he's got a guest so i switched to that one like a few minutes in right 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 so uh yeah so i i've read quantum and uh, on my podcast, when we reviewed Quantum, I read it. And also we read one of the comic books. And yeah, man, like, that man smokes a lot. Yeah, smokes. And drinks a lot. Smokes, drinks. He's a womanizer. And he's, he's a lot of He's stuff. also a sociopath. Mm -hmm. He's a sociopath. Like, there was a scene where he got directions to, like, like in the comic, he got directions to, like, the wrong place because somebody was trying to kill him. And they're like, hey, man, you're not supposed to be here. They weren't even threatening him. And he killed everybody in that building. And then we're like, what, 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 the, what did we just read? What is happening here? Right. Yeah. James Bond is such an interesting franchise. And in my, um, on my podcast episode, I was basically saying how it is absolutely amazing how uh, No Time to Die, the movie itself, aged horribly in just the course of one month. Just from the, I mean, <laughs> the, the virus plot. I mean, not even that, not even that. So I believe that 
and this is going to be so good because I'm actually making a, I'm going to make a video on my YouTube channel about um, what, how does a franchise, a movie franchise, TV show franchise, but how does a franchise stay relevant for so many years? Mm. And I'm going to compare 007 franchise to the little vampire franchise. If you've ever seen that, those movies. The one with little vampire? Mm-hmm. The one with that little boy from Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That had more than one movie. Well, you know, a franchise, as you know, doesn't have to be with movies. It can be with everything that can push the franchise forward to existing and staying relevant. It had it had other thing. It had other things besides that one movie. So the Little Vampire has exist, or the Little Vampire franchise has existed for nearly fifty years, almost as long as yeah. James Bond. I'm sorry. What? Exactly. I know. I'm blowing your mind right now. So <laughs> that's <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Little Vampires was IP. What the hell is happening here? So in the '60s to '70s, the Little Vampire first resurfaced as a children's book, and it became really popular to the point where, after so many years, they decided to make a TV show on it in the '80s, and the TV show went on for maybe a season or two or whatever. But even though that that show still was very popular and people really loved it. Because it was one of the first ever kids shows that was actually had a a horror element to it. But at the same time, it wasn't scary that kids could still get into. Okay. So then after that, so many years, in the year 2000, they came out with a, a live action movie that I grew up with and absolutely love. And then after that, How movie, are you? I'm, I'm 28. Or excuse me, I'm 27. I turned 28 <laughs> in a few months. And if you're just trying to plus up yourself, right, right, okay, right, yeah. okay. I'm 27. All right. So, All right, so we got a little bit of a gap here because I'm like, I remember that movie exists, but I never saw it because I'm 35. Mm, okay. Yeah. So even after that live action movie in 2000, they came out with another animated movie in 2017, uh, 2018, I believe. Okay. I know they're not about to take this man back to the ship. Oh, now she's infected too. Nope, nope, nope. All right. Both stay out. Nope, nope. It's just like that um, that meme about the first Alien movie where a woman was following protocol saying, hey, don't go off the ship. Mm-hmm. They go off the ship. Mm-hmm. They get infected. I can't let you back on the ship. All right, but I'm back in the ship. And now we got aliens. That's how you get aliens. Yeah, well, I 100% agree with that. It's, but at this point, you are all infected technically. So right. <laughs> I guess it wouldn't matter if he's back on the ship. technically i mean i guess it wouldn't but but no carlin i had no idea that a little vampire was fucking intellectual property yeah it's it's been existing for nearly as long as uh the 007 movies and the point i was trying to make was that at no time to die along with pretty much every single james bond media that exists today has aged so poorly in today's world because the story of James Bond and his character himself um, kind of only exists and there's something okay I don't understand what, what what are you supposed to do with this guy now just leave him <laughs> right also like he spewed blood on your face just now and you're like I'm gonna lock the two of y'all in nah girl you 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 out too Please take that head off. Look, and he's got it too. 
so so clearly an alien's gonna come out of him right yeah, i would think so yeah so how did the how did the uh xenomorph go from a little i don't know what they're called in that state where they're kind of like little crawly creatures like a little spider kind of okay so i don't know what we're doing in the prometheus movies and alien covenant stuff but like in proper aliens it's basically a rape allegory right so the face huggers they assault your face and like inject their seed into you right this makes no sense you're infected too Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that didn't make any sense. No, no, you're good. You're good. I mean, you're you're right though. She is. It's game over for you, man. Also, is that the dude from the uh, those Jedi games? Um, what do you call them? The one where um, <laughs> it was like on PS2, PS3, Xbox, and stuff, where um, he was like the secret apprentice of Darth Vader. Is that him? I don't know, but why on earth would you just leave her there? That makes no because sense. Because she is, she like you said, she's infected. But they're all infected. He puked first. He no, coughed no, up she's, blood on the white girl first. He's it, no, no. Well, first of all, you know she's keeping a good black woman down. But secondly, yeah, you know everybody first, yeah. thinks that they, <laughs> everybody thinks that they aren't infected, right? Mm-hmm. That's how these work. I'm not. I'm not it. You're it. Makes no sense. How is she breaking up? <laughs> oh, this is a different kind because it shouldn't be that developed. Exactly. So what I'm trying to understand is how did the how did the the xenomorph how did the xenomorph turn into this little kind of crawly creature, right? That needed a host, right? That needs a host in order to fully grow. So how did it turn into that? from this what, is stupid you left her to fucking die why are you going back in here yeah how did it turn into You're that dumb ass how did it t- I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, yeah, yeah but how did it turn into that into like an airborne thing uh, uh i i wish i could tell you they were, but, but i didn't see prometheus all the way did it no i mean they were they were doing i mean so Yes, they were kind of playing around with some stuff. They found some sort of goop, and uh, Michael Fassbender, he was a different uh, robot in the first one, and he was, like, doing experiments on the people. I remember that. But, no, I got nothing, man. Also, oh, it, it broke the glass. Okay. Oh, she's dead too. Cool. Cool. Um, have you seen any fan edits of movies? You mean like fan films? So where you have a movie and someone like you or me, we re-edit the movie with like deleted scenes or takes things out, stuff like that. Oh, um, I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah. Depending on the movie. So there is an incredible uh, fan edit of Prometheus. Um, I forget what the writer, ca- the, the editor called it, 
because there's like two or three hours worth of deleted scenes of Prometheus because like and they just released them all on a DVD. How is she still so, walking? <laughs> <laughs> so like, you can make your own movie out of it, basically. And like it, they that fan editor made like an extremely coherent version of P- Prometheus. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Oh, oh, OK, we just OK. OK, you we just going to let that thing just come out of him. We're not going to kill it. We're not going to kill it. No. OK. Wait, how did that happen? What? Yeah, I can, I think I can understand why people didn't like this movie. Yeah, it's like it's, so... it's kind of how I feel about Star Trek Discovery. It just it's it's, <laughs> it's kind of just going against just the laws of how the xenomorph works. Yes. Is that not Kristen uh, Stewart? That's probably someone else. I don't think it is, man. No, no, it's not. She looks like Kristen Stewart. So uh, one thing I notice working in the industry, a lot of actors get work when they look like somebody else. Yeah, I get, yeah. It's like we have Kristen Stewart, but she's a quarter of the price. Right, exactly. <laughs> and she's not what bad at acting. <laughs> <laughs> What I can't stand is when movies are like, all right, all right, all right, all right. So we're going to have three white dudes in this movie, right? And they're all going to basically look alike. And you're like, you couldn't have dyed anybody's hair, like give get, give the people a different haircut. Like, what is up with movies where like that is so confusing who these actors are? Well, the characters, rather. Look at that. Wait, did it just grow? Right. So one thing I've always felt so fascinated about um what? Uh, These things honestly do make the perfect weapon. <laughs> yes, but like my thing is like you these groups want the perfect weapon but there's no way to control it. You don't have to. I don't think you have to. Like, if honestly, if you if you're at war with a different planet, just take a baby. All you need is one baby and just leave it. Just leave it somewhere random on a planet. And literally over the course of a decade, it's going to destroy everything. But I would think that you would like if you're at war with another group, you want their resources. So at some point you got to come down and like pillage not necessarily not necessarily this this man basically said follow me if you come with me if you want to live what are we doing here what (laughs) i mean he didn't actually say that he said follow me but but it's it's basically the same thing yeah um no, I mean, but like, if you want to get the resources, you got to find a way to like clear the planet out, though, right? No, no, not necessarily. You don't need the resources. Maybe you're just trying to why, just get why, rid of. Why, the... why does one go to war? <laughs> people go to war for, or people 
aliens from different movies, all this stuff. People go to war for many different reasons. A lot of people go to war for not even to for the purpose of defeating the enemy, but just to make their economic growth of their planet or of their country or whatever. Exactly. With said resources. Well, even even then with the resources, right? Even then, there are some people who even just go to country just so that other countries can um maybe they're afraid that the war might get to their country so they're going to trade with us mm, so that's fair yeah it can be for many different reasons not necessarily for the resources right i think maybe the best example you can think of is like starship troopers that movie but i thought they wanted the resources on the blood planet did they it's been so yeah, long because I thought it. that was like a allegory for like the first Gulf War. Mm, okay, but well then like, I'm talking about the movie version, not the book. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, let's let's then let's take a look at what's the what's the good movie? Um, maybe if you take a look at, um, I'm trying to think. Now I'm trying to think of TV shows too. <laughs> okay, anyway, so if you take a look at maybe Terminator, right? Okay. If they wanted Sarah Connor to actually die, and they're like, well, this Terminator, we've been sending one back so many times, and it's not doing the job. What if you just left it in her neighborhood, like a xenomorph baby in her neighborhood? Right, but it would destroy all of humanity, and you need the actions to occur so that Skynet is unleashed. No, no, no. You just You just need her dead. You just want her dead. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, there's another Michael Fassbender. Oh, yeah, I remember this. I kind of know what's going to happen, but I, again, I've never seen this movie. I mean, my assumption is that all of them are going to die. That's that's where I think this is going. I mean, that's the most realistic thing that should happen. <laughs> Why, why is that android growing hair? Oh, that's true. Why is he growing hair? Why they got this man crying? Duh. Also, where are they finding out the black man from? There's another black guy? Yeah, with the beard. Yeah, who is he? Oh no, 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 that's not a black dude. That's the um, oh. that's that uh I remember him. He I I remember him from the earlier scenes. He doesn't seem black to me, but he might be black. Who knows? Maybe. I mean I'm pretty sure they hired him because he can he can do both. He can play both. <laughs> you can play both. Like, uh, what was that uh, Gene Carlo Esposito mm -hmm. when he was, um, I think that was him. He was, um, he's black, right? But he plays a lot of Latino roles. Right. Same thing. Or is he Afro-Latino? Same thing with um, oh, Esposito. I'm stupid. Same thing with Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Growing up, man, like 
I used to look at those Zora movies. I'm like, oh man, how cool! What a yes. fun adventure! And then looking back at it, I'm like, are these all these white actors? And mm. a ten, and then there's Antonio Bernendez, and they're all yes, pretending yes, to yes. be Mexican. Um, I'm not sure if you're into musicals at all, but have you seen West Side Story, like the original? Um, I've, I haven't seen it all the way through, but I've seen parts. Ooh, if you want to see some brown face. Oh, really? Like, almost everybody in that movie is white. Mm, that's funny. That's that's really funny. Really funny, really depressing. <laughs> it was a different time. Those times are still not gone fully. Oh, no, not at all. I think I think you can make a case that... Um, that um, let's see... There's there's a handful of actors actresses that we can name that are hired because they're they're safe, they they can appeal to yeah. both audiences. And um, <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> well, Will Smith, yeah, you could definitely say Will Smith, but um, I'm thinking more of the lines of um, <clears throat> well, I, Will Smith is probably the the perfect perfect example. But I was gonna say an actress like Alexandra Ship, if you know who that is. Who? Alexandria uh, Ship. She was the. Have you ever seen. Um, uh, what's that movie called with Samuel Jackson? Shaft? Have you ever seen Shaft? Which one? It's the, the newest one. I haven't. Okay. I, it, it wasn't. It, it didn't look like it was going to hit. Dude, that movie is hilarious. <laughs> it actually surprised me. That movie's funny. She was in that. She's, she plays Storm in the newer X Men movies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what you should have led with. You know I'm a nerd. Right, right. She she was storming in newer X Men movies, and she just came out with a movie called Tick Tick Boom on Netflix. Yeah, I've been hearing good things about that. Right, but even then, so can she, so can she sing? She can really sing. She can sing. She okay. can act. She's a very talented human being. But even then, like her as an actress, and um, I remember some people were coming at her for this, but like even for like the movie Tick Tick Boom, you have Andrew Garfield. A lot of white actors. You have Vanessa Hudgens, who she, she's whatever. And then for the <laughs> their, their solely black character is someone like Alexandria Ship, who don't get me wrong, she's black, right? She's definitely black. She's just light skin. But I just find it so funny. That's how casting directors or just movie movie producers they really uh, they want to find these actors, actors that look like this. For their movies yeah so um have you seen the harder they fall uh no what's that that's the netflix cowboy movie black cowboy movie with um everybody's in it uh lovecraft country what's that jonathan majors uh, the guy from uh, the wires in that right uh oh idris elba yeah he, he's he's so much more than that but yes he's way much more than that but i i i identify him as the wire because i recently just watched the wire and i had no idea that he was british <laughs> and i was like this guy is amazing <laughs> um where was i going with this yeah, with the 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 movie. Uh, where do they fall? So, um, so you got uh, Zazie Beats in that, right? Mm -hmm. Where she is playing like a lot of those characters in that movie are real 
people from like old West times. And there was some flack uh, about her being cast in that role because the real person was like very dark skin. Right. Right. And so on my podcast, when we did that episode, I, I'm pretty sure I cut this part out. We looked up like who are some black actresses now that could slide into that role potentially. And a lot of the top black actresses now are biracial. Mm. And we were like, um, yes, but where are the other ones at? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know, like, that's still like an issue, right? Because like before black people wouldn't get roles. And then like for a while, like they would just find like the lightest skinned black woman they could find. And now they're like, you biracial? Mm. slide on in girl best of both worlds right right exactly yeah it's absolutely crazy okay Stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Maybe I need to watch more British films to understand like British accents or like British people trying to do American accents. His his accent's not really bothering me too much. My problem is like from my from my illustrious uh, experience of watching TV and movies, British people can do an American accent like like nothing, like effortlessly. Right. And it's so it just hurts so much when a British person is just really shitting the bed. Mm, okay, I see, I see. Like, um, what is that girl? There, there was a movie I saw recently. Um, I, I, as I stall for time to look up the name of the movie, um, where the woman was, you know, doing her acting. I was like, man, this girl's really good. Who is she? And I looked her up, and I was like, oh yeah. She's she's British or Scottish or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, sometimes you can kind of tell, like, the voice is, like, a little too, like, husky. Like, like you're putting a little something on your voice, right? Right. And, but, like, this girl, like, her accent was, like, flawless. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, geez, like, insane. Now that I'm thinking, now that you said that, I'm trying to think, who has, like, the best accent that I've heard Let's in see, movies? Like, find this woman uh i mean anna taylor joy she's like on a on, she's a next level actress mm. like you know with vocally i mean oh, okay Okay, so the movie is called Disappearance at Clifton Hill. And the actress's name is Tuppence Middleton. And she's British. Mm. Um, Let's see. She was in Mank on Netflix. Mank. Um, Downton Abbey. Oh, okay. 
other uh, oh since eight okay other things but yeah she's got a good accent mm. one thing i do love is actors who just have great voices mm, ian mcshane that's me that's all day every day i could sit down and listen to that man and read the phone book ian mcshane i mean deadwood ian oh hang on let me look him up deadwood ian mcshane oh that guy yeah he does have a really good voice wait isn't he no no i'm thinking of probably a different actor no maybe i don't know no wait was he in battlestar galactica no you're thinking of edward james almost okay yeah they kind of look alike but yeah yeah but this actor yeah he definitely does have a a really good voice yeah 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 him i really love even like star trek d space nine um james oh, avery cisco uh, yeah he has a really good voice everyone on that show has an amazing voice they um they had a video game a d space nine video game that they released on the computer it's like super old really outdated but all the actors did voiceover for that and uh you can just fall asleep to it like it's so good <laughs> yeah it's so good um uh, i think keith keith david's like up there for me too yes yes um i think i just recently watched the muhammad ali documentary it was like a series of documentaries and uh he narrated that sounds dope yeah and, and of course morgan freeman is the goat of narrations <laughs> Yes, I will say this. I love James Earl Jones, but his voice is not what it once was. Mm -hmm. And so when they were like, yeah, we're bringing James Earl Jones back for um, Lion King remake. I was like, please don't because he just sounded so old. As Mufasa in the remake. What is going on? They, um, okay, so Michael Fassbender is like lying, right? About what happened with him when he got to the planet. He basically released that virus onto the planet to test it. Right. I swear, no matter the sci-fi, no no universe is big enough for for everybody everyone just wants to control everything correct also prometheus spat in the face of um if, if uh for for the listeners out there of the bible because it basically said that the engineers the people that essentially created the xenomorphs they are the reason that there's life on earth right yeah i think i i do remember that part like that's how the movie starts right i do yeah that's like what in the hell <laughs> now this opened a whole other wormhole of right theories. and they're like you know it was the engineers uh it was like one of the engineers that was jesus mm. they crucified him wow that's actually really funny yeah now i can't take prometheus any more serious than than i was <laughs> holy crap that's so funny That's actually hilarious. A xenomorph is made from Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> what we perceive as Jesus. Right. <laughs> he was an alien. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't sound crazy saying that at all. So I take it if there were to be a third movie in this series, then there would be three Michael Fassbenders. Probably. That's how you tell how many movies it is. Just like, you know, Vanessa Hudgens has those Princess Switch movies on Netflix. And you can tell how many, which, which movie you watch it by how many Vanessa Hudgens there are. What an interesting actress. <laughs> yes. Vanessa and Hudgens is... um. I was never into the high school musical movies growing up. Um, I remember okay. everyone made a big deal out of them. And I was just like, this is stupid. I want Johnny Tsunami, Famous Jet Jackson, the movie and mm. all that stuff. But she kind of, I'm always at awe when certain actors can somehow are able to leave a role that's like destined to be stuck with them for the rest of their life and still able to have a career of doing other things. I mean, okay, can we really say that about Vanessa Hudgens? Cause like she's, she, yes, she is working, but she's doing Netflix shit, which is a great up from being stuck in uh, Disney TV movies. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Way of a great um, up. I feel like Zac Efron has done nothing but make poor business decisions since High School Musical. Business decisions or movies? Well, business decisions as in movies that he's picking to do. Oh, she's so dying right now. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, I, I really like Zac Efron, but it's like, come on, bro. Like, what, what are we doing here? Like, um, what, bad grandpa? Like, bro, what are we doing here? Dude, if I was on that ship and I knew exactly what happened to them, I'm flying the other way. <laughs> See, this is the problem with these kind of movies. And it's like, it's it's human nature, right? Like, if you're... And this is also why they're like, don't have relationships with your crew members. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Did he just say that they need evacuation? Yeah. But didn't didn't Michael, uh, the, the synthetic guy who's been there on that planet, right? Didn't he just say that they've they've all contaminated the thing? No, he said that if you were contaminated, then you would know it by now. Oh. But my thing is, like, you shouldn't be fraternizing with your coworkers because then you start doing stupid stuff like this. And then, like, you don't have any other, like, pots, like, any other small ships you could take down. Like, why would you think take the entire ship planet side? Right. Like, that's negligent. Very. Yeah, anyone who's watched a single episode of Star Trek will know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't watch uh, the third Star Trek movie where they took the whole ship to the planet. Or was that the th or was that the second one? It was one of the ones where um, it opened them on the planet, and Kirk did not follow the prime directive, and then they took the entire Enterprise like out of the ocean, and it was like a really cool shot of like water coming down, coming off of the ship as it's coming off the ocean. This is the second or the third. Right, movie. right, right. Holy crap! It can walk. So, have you ever watched? Um, are you interested in uh, any like the Mortal Kombat stuff? I've seen. Uh, 
the first two movies, like from the 90s in the theater, and I saw this excuse of a movie um, on HBO Max a couple of months ago. Um, I saw the web series that they did uh-huh. where that had, uh, was that Michael Jai White and um, that lady from Star Trek? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, some weird stuff. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, Mortal Kombat movies and stuff are hit or miss. That HBO movie they had, I only watched like a little bit of it and I got sick and tired of it. It's not a Mortal Kombat. Like, why wouldn't you put like a subtitle on it? It's like Mortal Kombat, like the beginning. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not. They don't do Mortal Kombat. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Is it really dead? Yeah, that girl's dead. Yeah, her head is floating. <laughs> What does that line mean? Do I need to read the novelization to understand what he's referencing? I don't know. One thing I will tell you, though, novelizations of certain stuff like this is absolutely terrifying. Like audiobooks? <laughs> oh, my God. Like They said we couldn't film this, so I wrote it. Oh, my goodness. Like, um, And not to stray away from the Mortal Kombat. The, the thing I was trying to get with Mortal Kombat was, if you've ever played Mortal Kombat 10 they have like their special guest characters they do and they put a xenomorph on there <laughs> oh i think i have played that is that the one with like freddy and jason and stuff yeah 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 and um it was really it was really cool to see the xenomorph kind of do its thing but i didn't like the way it was moving and the way it was moving is like what we just saw like it's standing on two feet trying to fight interesting right but um but yeah oh that was his girlfriend that just died. Oh. How about you just don't tell him <laughs> until right. we're out of here? What if he's like, you know what? Forget you guys. I'm not coming playing this side. Yeah, let my woman die. Yeah, that whole thing's just stupid. But anyway, um, the novelizations of these movies are are pretty much all movies that are like suspense and thriller are so terrifying. Like, have you ever seen any of the uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo movies? Um, I've seen the first two. Mm-hmm. And also the Daniel Craig one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've seen um, all three of like the Swedish ones and a Daniel Craig one and I thought like, oh, this is so good. Like, I got to read the books. So I listened to the audio book. And it was just one, it was amazing. But it was like, scary, like legit scary. Like, like, it was just suspense, like, like a build up for intense stuff that was happening. Okay. Like, um, like for an example, like the first movie when, um, when he found out that that guy was like the serial killer, yeah, like a serial killer, like the build up to that was terrifying. The build up 
to Elizabeth Salander like torturing her the guy who's like in charge of her finances. Yes. That was terrifying. Yeah. Well, that scene, well, I, I can only speak for the movies, but like in the original version, like that scene where he like assaulted her, I was like visibly like just disturbed. Yeah. That in the novel was terrifying. Yeah. Uh, this is the xenomorph as we know it. Oh, this right here? I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, that's the egg. You. Oh, there's a lot of them. Wait a second. I wonder if those xenomorphs from this planet would attack the ones that you know, we oh, generally know. Like if, because clearly they're like, I guess ancestors, right? From each other. Yeah. So I wonder if they would have the, the sense of, of yo, of yo, sense. yo. What? Mm -mm. what happened? Maybe I'm a few seconds before. <laughs> no, he's like, this, this is perfectly safe. And then like it opens. Mm -hmm. Take a look. Stick your head in it. You know? Oh wait, that's a human, right? No, that's that the thing the face hugger is about to pop out. Right, but that's the guy who's looking inside of it, that's a human guy, right? Like inside of it? Okay, yeah. For some reason I thought for some reason I thought that was Michael the other clone of Michael. Oh I see. Yeah. I see. For some reason I couldn't tell them apart right there. Yeah, I genuinely don't understand why. Well, I do understand. I, I answered my own question before I answered it. Uh, asked it. So basically, I was gonna say I don't understand why studios feel like they we need to have these unnecessary sequels, to where we can be like, you know, the Xenomorphs were like this, but then some this robot did these things, and now they're like the Xenomorphs from that first movie from fifty years ago. But then I think about like some of my friends that I have where they just need to know, oh, so what's the story behind this? What's the story behind that? And I'm like, right. it, it doesn't matter. Like, just go with it. Like, you don't need to know every little bit. Well, yeah. When you have a franchise like this and there's a lot of other franchises like Star Wars, Star Trek, Terminator, all these franchises. These companies can literally get away with making 300 million spinoffs. And it doesn't have to make a lick of sense because they know the <laughs> fan base is just going to dissect it. Yes. And they're, they're so into the franchise that they will literally dissect it enough to where it makes sense to them. And they listen to what all these fans have to say because it's just different pieces for their next movie. <sighs> yeah, that somebody shopped to just... Look at YouTube comments and be like, okay, we need to address this. All right, cool. Exactly. Cool, 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 cool. 
I don't know how much more I can take of another xenomorph popping out of somebody's body. <laughs> I mean, it's about to happen. Oh, that was a very short incubation period. Yeah, I mean, I know we should say this for the end, but like, I'm not upset that I didn't watch this movie until now. Like, I'm, I'm upset that I'm watching it now. But... Um... <laughs> Well, you know, at the just, at the very end, we 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 have to give our appreciation. What can we appreciate about this movie? Because there is somebody who actually likes this movie being a part of the what, franchise. Why does it look like a little man? Yeah, that's weird too. Um, it's definitely not supposed to look like that, right? It, it's a marionette now. What are we doing here? Um. Yeah. I'll 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 throw something together, I guess. That's uh yeah, that's a little weird. Uh, I was I was not expecting that. Same, same. Oh, oh, they did her so dirty. Ugh, who is this? That's Naomi Repulse from the first movie. Naomi Repulse, who? No, Naomi Repulse. Um, she's she was in the first movie. She's the original girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, you mean she was in Prometheus? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. She was the only person that survived that movie, and they did her so f- damn dirty. Look at this. Uh... Like it was her and David. They escaped the planet. And oh wait, she comes her, back. Her in the synthetic person. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. So he he just cut her open just to study her. I thought something burst out of her. Oh. Oh, is that what happened at the end of Prometheus? No, 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 no. Like, she let, like, the end of Prometheus, she lived. But, like, her chest is open, like, something, like, when the aliens burst out of it. Oh, okay. Movies like this are so interesting. People are just trying to play God. Yes. Just so far up their own mythos is behind. understand i i'm still trying to figure out why are they going planet side on that ship because um eastbound and down is a reckless temporary captain i mean he's like fifth in charge right right but it's like i don't know there's a lot of stuff that does not make sense 
Yes. Wait, but was this movie supposed to answer questions or just give give us more <laughs> questions? The answer to your question is yes. Um, I feel like this movie was greenlit because the studio probably thought it would answer questions. But really, Scott was like, I'm really Scott. I do what I want to do. I'm sure it was greenlit and... because really Scott signed on to it. <laughs> well, that too. That too. What the hell just happened? What? The, I'm sorry. What was that? What was that? Huh? I don't. What? What? Oh, oh okay. What? I thought, like, for a second, like, there's an off switch to him. Right. <laughs> like, that's what it does when it resets, you know? It folds up into, like, a ball. Right. What are we doing? Just Well, there's nothing. I guess there's nothing else you can do, really, right? What do you mean? I mean, we're on a planet infested with these aliens. Now that we can go outside and wait for the ship. It's not like we can stay in here either and wait to be killed. Like my thing is like you don't send a drone down before you go planet side. Like that's the point of a drone, right? And why split up? Come on guys. Uh they they got this this brother or whatever the heck he is about to get infested too. Oh man, I can't take it. Oh wait, more ha more hatched, right? Oh yeah, it's over for you, brother. I'm sorry. I'm telling you, all you need is one, man. All you need is one. Put it on a civilization. Oh, it did it it did what it needed to do. What? That's another one? Oh, that's the one that came out of dude. Wait. Oh, okay. I, I, <laughs> at first, I'm like, why is it black? And I'm like, okay, because it's like one of the originals, I guess. Yeah. That's unnecessary. See, this is one of the things that really turned me off from from, from Prometheus. <laughs> like how he just bitch slapped the gun off of her. <laughs> just from how disturbing this stuff is. Yeah. And, you know, the first aliens, the second aliens, you know, they had a moment or two or a scene or two where it was disturbing and violent and all that stuff. But it wasn't like the entire movie. 
No, I agree. I think this is a symptom of the time which just came out, right? Yeah. Because like in the 2000s, I personally feel like horror was really neutered. Like you did get good horror movies, but they were like independent movies. But like mainstream horror, they were like, we need to make money. It's going to be PG-13. And so in the 2010s, they were like, we're going to have to overcompensate with this crap, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think personally, I think personally, that's a problem in today's media that's affecting this country. And I think all countries, really. Just the fact that the content of horror movies, science movies, pretty much every movie, the violence that they show, I think people have gotten so desensitized to it Yep, that it's affecting them in, in ways they can't even comprehend. I 100% agree. I always hate seeing this in movies, too. When you have two people who are equally powered with literally the same powers, and they're just fighting each other. So you're saying you hate most Marvel movies? Uh, not most. I think, I mean, personally, if we're talking about just like the MCU, um, I do think all those movies are the same. Uh, depending on the movies, I mean, they're they useless. They have a formula that makes them billions of dollars. Right. And, um, and I mean, I get it. I get why it's cool to watch, but a lot of the times it's just, it's kind of just brainless nonsense. No, I'm with you. Like, I, as an adult, I kind of tune out on, like, action, a lot of action scenes these days. Like, um, a couple of weeks ago, like, I watched, for the podcast, we watched uh, every Matrix movie mm. leading up to um, the fourth Matrix movie. And, like, when we got to those fight scenes, I... I just mentally like just zoned out. Right. Like, I don't want to see people punch, punch, punch because I, I know what's going to happen. Right, right, right. And then also with that, did you ever see the new, um, I guess it's not the Mandalorian anymore, but the Book of Boba Fett uh, that's on, on Toon Disney? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Well, there's not really you can much. Throw, say what you're going to say. Yeah, there's not really much spoilers or anything. But what I was just going to say was, I thought, because my brother loves that stuff, my uncle too, and I thought the episode was so boring. Like, it's literally <laughs> just people walking on a desert planet. All episode, right? They're just talking, walking. That's it. And then... At the very last part of the episode, random, and I mean, this is just random, a fight scene just breaks out of like an ass assassination mm. attempt. And it's just people fighting each other. I was just like, what is this? And I'm like, clearly I can, I can comprehend when a movie or a show is doing this just to engage the audience. Right. To keep them just for looking at something. What is this guy doing? Just focus Why on piloting the ship. So big? Oh, it's over now. Well, it's over. I mean, I I'm like pretty sure that there is something inside of the dude with the acid on his face. 
So this is just like a moot action sequence because the true action sequence is when we get up to the ship and it's a loose homage to the first alien movie, I'm guessing, with an alien on the ship. That's what I'm, I'm guessing we're about to do. Right. Dude, how amazing are these creatures? It can handle high, like high uh, heat temperatures. Right, its blood is acid. acid. Blood. It's literally it's so big, such a huge creature, and it can be like one of the most stealthiest things in the galaxy. Are you still on this perfect weapon stuff? Like, not, you need not to even, be able to not even talking it. about like it being a perfect weapon. It's just like an amazing creature. What? Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I don't think your ship is um appropriate for space anymore. Tilt the ship, man. <laughs> The axe. Throw me a gun. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I'm surprised Danny McBride is still alive. I mean, I don't see him making it out of this scenario, but I'm surprised that he's still alive. Well, I will admit that was a pretty cool sequence, though. Like this entire ship yeah. scene. I always do find it so fascinating how movies can look so amazing, how much work goes into it, how much money goes into it. And you can just can create such a content that a lot of people would just find boring. I yeah. It, oh, I don't want to see that. I don't really want to see that at all. Right, right. Um, no, I 100% agree. Just like the worst movie that you could see, people spent thousands of hours like working on that, you know? And it's all chalked up to like, oh, that was two hours I wasted of my life, you know? Right. Thumbs down. Right, it's right. It's ridiculous. We're not done yet. Mm 
Oh, that mountain has a face in it. It's not like biometrics scan that we do before we, um, I don't know, let people back on the ship. Yeah. But even, yeah. Wow. Look at that. That's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. So how did we get out of sync? We started this at the exact same time. What is happening? Well, now? when I started, because I had the movie up already, when I pressed play, okay. it was um, there was like a like a five second delay. Interesting. Okay. still trying to figure out what the point of all this is like why this movie exists that and just like i don't uh i don't know i, I just don't even know anymore because the odds <laughs> the odds of everything happening is so freaking slim like right because we're just we're just flying in space right because I'm pretty sure their initial mission or whatever they were trying to do was not to go to that planet and was not to meet this creator, Michael. So the mission was to find habitable, habitable planets right. for colonization. Right. And I'm assuming that uh, David lured them there with some sort of beacon or something because he needed more test subjects. Exactly. Uh, I'm only saying I'm assuming because we talked through most of this movie. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, even through talking, we can get a general sense of what yeah, this movie yeah, so. is about and all the beats it's hitting on. Oh, one of those water drinking thingies. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and here we go. Unidentified. Why did they keep calling it mother? That's a call back to the first movie where the computer system was called mother. Right, right. And right, I think right. it's an anagram. That's right, that's right, that's right. It is, it is. Now I remember. Which is weird. I wouldn't I mean it this is basing everything off of something from a different time, right?
Well, they should already know, right? No, because they don't think they weren't aware that he was. Oh, None of them know get about the chess person. Oh, get out of here! Wait, wait, wait! I'm I'm sorry. Why are we doing this? <laughs> This came out of nowhere. Exactly. I was like, how would they not know the alarm? You mean to tell me even if you're in the shower, there's no way you can hear the alarm? If like a red light would flicker or something? No, the the ship is set up to when you shower, you know, you need to focus on cleaning yourself. Exactly. Oh, that is, that is, that is, that is, that is placement. Jesus Christ. Also, you Wait know, we've come a long way. Oh. We have come a long way when, you know, we can't be like, yes, black guy, you be with this white woman in this sex scene. Yeah, yeah. And then we don't die first. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh, gosh. See the way she's dressed and holding that gun, like some strong shades of um, exactly. Rodriguez. Like she just needs the um, the bandana. My thing is, I'm always interested to figure out why does the xenomorph want to kill everything. That's how that's its nature, right? But uh, it's, although, it's, what does it eat, right? Exactly, if it's just killing. Exactly, but it, it's also in its nature to care for its family and for its uh, its species, right? Right, Cause, cause it's got a queen and all that stuff. Yeah, and we've seen them communicate with each other on how to attack certain prey and how to go about their own business and things like that. So if it's intelligent enough to have that, I want to know why does it, everything that is not a xenomorph, do they find as a hostile threat? Well, the thing is, is humans, right? Because in the first movie, you had that cat. Mm -hmm. And it didn't touch the cat. Like, so like they're programmed to attack people. Although... In the third one, wasn't I can't remember if it was concept stuff or if it actually happened, but did a xenomorph like attach to a dog in the third one? I don't know. That's definitely out of because like there was so many different think, versions of the third movie. Right. I think I've seen the I've seen the first two, and then I've seen I think it was the fourth one, a little bit of the fourth one. I think isn't that the one that's like the prison planet? That that's the third one. That's the fourth one. That no, the third one. Oh, okay, okay. Then it, yeah, then the third one. A little bit of that one. That one was super weird. I was like, "What it, the heck is going on?" Like I know that as humans, we seek out things that are comforting, but I really can't stand it in prequel movies where they're like, "Hey." remember this from the, the other movies that this is from? We're basically going to copy that. And it's like, why are we getting a baby remake of Alien? Oh, you know what? What you just said about maybe it finds humans hostile? If that's the case, why didn't he, why didn't that Xenomorph attack the creator? 
The creator? Or not the creator, but Michael. Oh, David? Yeah, David. Because he's not human. He looks human, but he's not human. But how would they know that? Maybe they can sense, like, the blood and the heartbeat and stuff. Maybe. You see, these are just more questions that I thought I was going to get answered <laughs> in this movie. See, if you would just read the novelization, you'd have all this information. Hmm. Maybe, maybe I will when it's like daylight, because I'm pretty sure that is scary. Because <laughs> that's honestly. Dude, look at it. Walk. It's like walking. Literally had no plan. <laughs> oh, your plan was to go up? Yeah. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, why didn't she just make that noise from there? Okay, you ready to launch that thing? Right, right. It's about to escape. Launch it. There you go. In space, nothing can hear you scream. You have to love that there's like sound <laughs> in space right now. Oh, yeah, that was supposed to be the tagline for the third movie. On Earth, everyone can hear you scream. Mm -hmm. But they changed that script so many times. All right. Well, that was a plan that failed. But it was a plan nonetheless. Yeah, at least they had something. <laughs> this seems like a pretty... I mean, uh... Stupid plan, yeah. yes. But you know what? She's only been captain a couple of hours. You know, she just had to spitball that plan, you know? Ooh, girl, uh, you're dead, ma'am. Ma'am, you're dead. Yeah, ma'am, you're dead. Ma'am, what are you doing? What? Um, no. <laughs> Where did she go? The, the, the it's like train tracks, right? Is that the same girl that we've been seeing this whole movie with the black hair? Yeah, Catherine Morrison. Yeah. Why does she look so different right there? Because like her, like her hair and stuff are obscured. She kind of looks like Jennifer you... Lawrence right there. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. I'm like, who is this character? I mean, we all look, we will all look so different without hair, right? So you know, you gotta really focus on those facial features. I'm very surprised that this that everyone's not dead. Outside, one hundred and fifty-five percent would not trust other David over there, Bob or whatever his name is. Yeah, I can. I already know what's going to happen, which is kind of, you know, and it's kind of interesting. This is isn't this how like all alien movies end? Pretty much. Like, you think, like, oh, man, 
we totally kicked that thing's ass, right? And then at the last minute, it just, <laughs> no, there's another one. <laughs> Wait, so they're not going back to Earth? Uh, Earth's overpopulated. Hmm, funny you say that. I was thinking about a, a Sliders episode that has to do with Earth's population troubles. <laughs> I haven't seen Sliders in three decades. Yeah, one of my favorite sci-fi shows I love, of all time. I love that show. Yeah. I need to do a video on that. No, dear, you'll be dead. You're like, nope. <laughs> he should have been like, yeah, I will. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> and then just press the Air button. pressure, gone. Yeah, eject. So, is this the other... What's his Maybe. name again? The other one's called David. I don't know what... Okay, so that was David. Yeah, so this is this that, that has been David the whole time, right? Apparently. So you mean to tell me David defeated the other thing and chopped his own hand off and chopped his own hand off and did a Scooby-Doo outfit change. Yep. To make people believe that This guy is still on this God thing. Why do you need theme music? What is that? The alien stuff. But is that what they're all are? No, 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 no. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, this is just weird. Wait, those are other humans, right? Yeah. Interesting. Wow. 
Yeah. Don't understand the point we though. Watched the movie. This kind of that kind of that that little end scene kind of reminded me of this TV series Lex. Have you ever seen that sci-fi show? Lex. Yeah. I don't think so. Well, it's a very weird but amazing sci-fi show. But basically, there was a scene where there's like this pod of a of a of a man inside of it, like asleep in cryostasis or whatever, and he's like his voice is like broadcasting out to whoever is listening saying that his people have perished and he's the only one of his kind. If anyone can help me, you know, like it sounds like an incredible heartbreaking story just happened. And immediately as his pod is going, Lex's spaceship just crashes into it on accident and just just destroys him. (laughs) And (laughs) the episode just starts like, what the hell was that? (laughs) It's like a comedy. It's uh, it's it's a lot of things. It's basically everything in one in one kind of a sci-fi okay. series. It's very weird. It's a German Canadian show. Interesting, right? <clears throat> so similar vein as um, uh, Red Dwarf. Um, kinda only not no laugh track. Kinda only uh, okay. Yeah, no laugh track and not. And it's, and it's darker, like a lot darker. Yeah, it's the whole thing is on YouTube or Tubi TV. Uh, Lex, L E X X. It's a really amazing sci-fi series. Okay. Yeah, because without I Lex, will... you wouldn't. There wouldn't be a Farscape. There wouldn't be a Firefly. There wouldn't be a lot of these other shows. It's like, is it like from the eighties or something? It's. It came out in nineteen ninety seven. Okay. Yeah, only lasted four seconds. Wait, wait, when the heck did Farscape come out then? Farscape came out in 99. Okay. Yeah, and Firefly came out, I believe, 2003. Oh, two? Oh, yeah, 03, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but stuff like that. But yeah, all right. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the movie. What a interesting film we just watched. Yes, we... We watched, we spent some time with something on our screen, Jess. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, the point of the podcast is to watch movies you never had an interest in seeing to find uh, an understanding to why someone likes this movie. There are clearly people out there who are diehard fans of the Alien franchise who do like this movie. And maybe it, it... it could possibly be like their number one favorite movie, or it could just be on a lower tier of favorites of all the alien movies, but it is something that they do appreciate and they do love. So my question for you is now that you've finally watched this movie, even though you had no interest in it, what do you think of the movie and can you understand a reason why someone might like this movie? So, I did not like this movie, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it felt overlong, and it added things to the mythos of Alien that I don't feel like needed to be answered. I understand that there are people that wondered certain things, like where do the xenomorphs come from and all that jazz, but I don't feel like these are questions, as a filmmaker, you should have answered. I'm I'm speaking directly to Ridley Scott right now uh, (laughs) because he came back for these, right? Exactly. Um, I, as for the second part of the question, like, 
what can people appreciate? Like, there are people that there are some there are some there are some franchises that I'm like I want all the lore. You you give me that lore in a big old bowl, and I will get my spoon and I will eat it all up. Mm-hmm. Alien mm-hmm. is not one of those for me, but for someone else, they're like, oh okay. So this is how the aliens became a thing, and this is how they spread to planet to planet, right. and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay. For some people, that's valuable information. For me, not so much. Mm. Um, these movies, this and Prometheus, are essentially like loose remakes of the first movie, and I feel like that's low key lazy. It is. It's very lazy. Yeah. So on, 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 a, on a score of one to ten, what would you give the movie? Um, if you rate movies that way, <laughs> a lot of people. I don't. mean, that's a little. I, I personally don't like a, a ten point scale, but um, I if I if I had the gun to my head, if I had these a ten point scale, I would give it like a five out of ten, mm. like visually there was it looked nice um there are some actors in it that i like um nothing looks cheap no, like, not you know how like uh, in effects heavy movies you're like oh man yeah that's some totally terrible cgi like mm-hmm. the effects were on point like the effects team costuming uh set design all gold stars mm-hmm. acting you did what you could with that script I, i'm looking just the writing the writing why does this movie exist you know and i feel that when there's a movie like this especially movies like terminator aliens predator it's all about the writing it's all about what lore are you going to add to this mm-hmm. so yeah so for me for this movie um coming into it i knew it was going to be violent i knew it was going to be really gruesome and disturbing which is the reason why i never wanted to watch or at least finish prometheus but (laughs) yeah this film is just a whole lot of um i don't know it's and and it's in a grand sense of things it's kind of like this is clearly just a remake of the first two movies like you just said only to make and I feel like that's what people were going into it. They kind of knew that. But at the same time, I think the, the creators, the writers, producers are saying, let's give them more information about the whole franchise, about the entire lore of everything. Now, I don't know how much th- thought or how much effort they put into trying to make all that lore cohesive with the actual franchise. Because it probably seemed like they didn't because was, I was questioning a lot of things, especially for being such huge fans of the first two movies. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can understand why someone would like this movie or not maybe not necessarily like this movie, but love the information they got from this movie. Learning more about Xenoverse. Right. There's, um, right. there's, a, there's a young woman that I know that loves Xenomorphs. Like she loves the movies, but she loves the creature itself way more. She collects the toys, has pillowcases of it, like all that stuff. So does, does she have a, ta- a xenomorph tattoo? Yes, she has a huge xenomorph <laughs> tattoo on her chest. <laughs> like on her chest. Yeah, on I her. I was chest. thinking, oh, oh, cause chest bust. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. So 
a movie like this, I can understand her saying like, this is like my favorite movie out of all of them because it's just the xenomorphs and it's the history explaining it, all that stuff. So I get is this that. her favorite movie. I'm not, I'm not saying it is like she says she likes it and I can understand why she likes it. Okay. But for me from uh, really just only being a fans of the first two movies, I feel like it's useless to watch. And I feel like the information that I got from it felt fake a little bit. What does that mean? Like, I feel like this movie is obviously Ridley Scott made it right. The, the original director, mm -hmm. but I feel like this is a fan fan film from somebody <laughs> who doesn't really watch <laughs> alien movies, but they decided, Hey, I'm giving you a huge budget to make an alien movie. You got about a month to make it. They're like, okay, I'm just going to rush, watch all these movies, write the script, and then we're going to make this film. Looks amazing. Film looks amazing. Acting, yeah. acting was good. Only thing, uh, the only thing CGI-wise that disappointed me was just seeing the Xenomorph itself CGI. Because I believe, from what it I was. remembered, the first three movies, or maybe first four movies, it wasn't cgi Right. They took their time and actually made a uh, prosthetic makeup and an actual prop. Well, I can't speak for two through three, but in the first one, that was a man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which the Xenomorph in the second movie, I loved a lot more than the first one. I thought the first one looked fantastic, but I didn't like how it was more humanized. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the only I would say CGI wise, that's the only thing I didn't really like about this movie is that all the monsters were pretty much CGI'd. Um, yeah, other than that, it was pretty gruesome. But and you know what's funny? Just like what we said earlier, or what I said about being desensitized uh, to a lot of violence, I think Prometheus really bothered me because of how some some of the characters were dying, and I'm like, oh, that's too gruesome. I can't watch it. And I feel like this movie was a lot worse than Prometheus. But after yeah. so much time between these movies, I'm watching it and I'm like, eh, it's kind of whatever. Like, I, I can <laughs> watch it. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Which is absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean, maybe just part of you has given up. You're like, I've look, I'm <laughs> I have bought into the concept of this podcast. I have to sit here for at least two and a half hours. I'm I'm just gonna let this happen. Exactly. Exactly. Um You are I found you on our podcasting hosting website. Uh why don't you tell the people what your podcast is about? Yeah, so my podcast is called We Used to Talk About This at Work. It is me, Chad, and my co-host, Matt. The two of us used to work together, and um, due to me getting another job and then Matt moving to Japan for a job, mm. um, we don't really see each other anymore. And so for the longest time, we just chat on Facebook Messenger. And so we were like, hey, let's start a podcast where we just talk about all the dumb stuff that we talked about when we worked together. But also, so it has a little bit of structure. We'll review a movie every week because everybody likes movies, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So we've been doing it at the time of this recording for 36 episodes now. 
and yeah, uh, we're running into the new year with some ideas on some new stuff. We're going to have um, Carlin on um, next week, and it's, it's going to be a good time. Um, yeah. It's a good show. It's a fun show. Check it out. We used to talk about this at work, and yeah, um, it's, 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 good. it's a good time. Nice. Awesome. So yeah, uh, that was Alien Covenant, the 2017 thriller action sci-fi movie um yeah scale one to ten i'm gonna give it a five (laughs) are you copying me carl well you gave it a oh wait you gave it a five too right yeah yeah well obviously acting directing everything was about it was fine but i feel like for the alien franchises that's not what makes the movies it's the actual story and the lore right. of this same thing goes for star wars which is real why i've completely fallen out of love with that franchise over the recent years but yeah i mean yeah i'm giving it a five i could give it a four but i'm gonna give it a five yeah i mean that's fair i mean if we were doing a five point scale this would be like a two and a half right exactly exactly well all right starfighters that was the 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 podcast that is the movie so uh, thank you for my uh, my guests again, Chad. Thank you for coming on here. Thank you for having me. And Starfighters, I will see you on the next one. But until then, victory or death, Starfighters. <laughs>